In this episode, we're going to look at how to troubleshoot static and default routes. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. For our example here, a newly hired network technician is attempting to pre-configure a simple topology that will be delivered to a customer. The technician has not been able to establish connectivity between the three LANs. We've been asked to troubleshoot the topology and verify connectivity between the host on the three LANs over IPv4 and IPv6. We'll be discussing how to troubleshoot static and default routes and repair any errors that we find. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Techify Nation, and if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Troubleshoot static and default routes. Got packet tracer lab here open on the left side i have our working area that has our configurations that's where we'll be doing our troubleshooting and making everything work on the right side i have the instructions on the very bottom right i have the actual packet tracer activity window that opens when you open up the packet tracer file it has the instructions and objectives in there in the upper right the majority of the right side i have the word document of those same descriptions now reason i have the same Instructions in a Word document is we have a table we have to fill out, fill in with the uh, problems we found and how we fix them. And so that'll allow me to save it in the Word document. At the top here, we have our addressing table. This is all of our IP addressing information. We'll be referring back to this as we figure out our routes and our static routes. Here's our objectives. Static routes, default routes, IP version 4, IP version 6. Background scenario. A newly hired network technician. You hired a rookie. So your rookie is attempting to pre-configure a simple topology that will be delivered to a customer. Technician has not been able to establish connectivity between the three LANs. You've been asked to troubleshoot the topology and verify the connectivity between Post on the three lands over IP version 4 and IP version 6. Now that's a key point here. We have to make sure we do IPv4 and IPv6. Step one, locate and document the problems. I'm going to scroll down and look at step two quickly. Step two is repair those problems. Configure the devices so that full connectivity exists between the hosts, hosts on the lands and over IPv4 and IPv6. Look at this note here. Note, your task is to establish connectivity using the existing static route design. Changing the types of static routes will result in a loss of points. So we're not allowed to change them. We just have to go in there, make sure they work. And if they don't, we have to change them. Maybe a exit interface or next top IP address or the network portion. We, that's all we can do is change that. We can't go in and take out one and replace it with a different type of static route and take out a normal static route and put in a default static route. That won't help you. We just need to go in there and tweak the information so it works. First thing we're going to do is make sure that the IP addressing information on our PCs are correct. Click on that. I clicked on PC one and I had the IP configuration app right there. Clicked on it. Looking at my 
addressing information. Slash 25 is dot 128. Default gateway. That's all looking correct. Let's go ahead and do PC2 quickly. PC2 IP address. Slash 24, that's looking good. Default gateway should be on the same network, but the dot one. IPv6, that's all looking good. Slash 64 and server IP addressing information. 72.13.1.90 slash 26 is a dot 192 and our default gateway because it's a because it's a slash 26 that means it's a dot 129 first usable ip address in our sub network looking at our ip version 6 addresses 2001 colon dv8 190 64 and our Our default gateway is our local link local address on our router those all look good let's go ahead and troubleshoot this see if it all works what i'm going to do is i'm going to take pc1 and ping pc2 ip version 4 ip version 6 i'm going to take pc1 ping server and then pc2 to, to server see if everything is working for our network what i did is i drew up a little table here quickly i don't know if you can see that I drew up a little table. It says PC1 to PC2, IPv4, IPv6, so I can keep track of what's working and what's not. I did that for all three of our tests. I'm going to go ahead and click on PC1. Come over here, open up my command prompt, type in ping, scroll to my addressing table quickly, and then I'm going to ping both the IPv4 address and the IPv6 address to see if they work. Ping 172.31.0.254. Let it complete all four of its tries to make sure it's not a ARP timeout. It's not looking good, though. We've got two failures. Waiting on our third failure. Third failure, not getting there. And our fourth failure. So PC1 to PC2, IPv4 does not work. I'm gonna put no in my little table. Now I'm gonna go ahead and ping the IPv6 address of PC2, which is 2001 colon DB8 colon three double colon 254 and we can see that we are timing out here in our process it tells me we have something definitely wrong so ipv6 is not working also when we go pc1 to pc2 Let's try PC1 to server one. I'm going to hit enter just to make sure I got a little bit of clean working area. So I'm going to type in ping and then get my IP addresses over here in the addressing table. Here are my two IP addresses I'm going to ping. First one is 
Make sure if that works. So we're going PC1 to server. First one failed out. Got to make sure it's not an ARP lookup. Second failure. Not looking good. Got our third failure, and I'm guessing we're going to get a fourth failure. IPv4 did not work. Let's go ahead and try IPv6. Ping 2001 colon DB8 colon 5 double colon 190. Hit enter. Doing the first one. First one timed out. So it's not looking good because when you ping an IPv6 address, they don't have to do ARP lookups. I had a feeling we're going to time out all four times. We got three. Waiting for one more failure. And there it is. The fourth failure. Both IPv4 and IPv6 did not work. Let's go ahead and try our last test where we go from PC2 to server. Open up PC2. Open up our command prompt. Type in ping. And then our server addresses again, 172.31.1.190. Destination unreachable. So we got some errors back right away. IPv4 is not working. Let's go ahead and try pinging the IPv6 of server, which is 2001 colon DB8 colon 5 colon colon 190. Hey, at least we got something to work. So that is working. IPv6 from PC2 to server is working. Okay, so we have several problems. I'm guessing it has to do with the routing of that. If we look at router 1, networks... The LAN network and the network, or sorry, LAN one network and the network between R1 and R2 is directly connected. So the router sh won't have any problems routing to that. What we have to look at is the routes to LAN two, that's a remote network, the, rem the route to um, the network between R2 and R3, that's another remote network to router one. And then we have to look at this last network, LAN3. That's a remote network to R1. So we have to make sure that we have those routes all configured correctly. I'm going to go ahead and open up R1. I make the window a little bit bigger going right to left. Give me a little space to work in. Hit enter. And there's no passwords for this lab. So I'm going to type enable. And at this point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just do a show IP route and see what routes are in my table. Looking here, we do have some information. I did show IP route, so I got all the IPv4 information. Here's our parent, our class full address of a 172.31 network. Below it, we have our directly connected networks. We have, those are directly connected. Those are the IP addresses. So this is a directly connected. This is the local address of that interface on that network. Same thing down here. This is the directly connected network. And then this is the local address on that network of the interface on serial zero. What we're looking for is this static route. So it's, it's quad zeros, zero in the network portion, zero in the subnet portion. It's a static route. 
until that by the S. The asterisk means it's a candidate for the default route. And then it's via 172.31.195. And so that should be the next top IP address. We are on R1 right here. R1, the next top IP address as we go to the rest of the network from PC1 here needs to be on this network right here. It needs to be on the network that's directly connected to R1, but it can't be the interface on R1. It needs to be the IP address on the far end of the of that connection. By clicking the window mouse over the triangle, they're going to say this is serial 000. R2 serial 00, that IP address should be my next top IP address. Let's go into my addressing table. R2 Serial 000, next top IP address 172.31.1.193. Here we have 195. We have an incorrect default route. We need to change it to this address. This is what it's set as. 172.31.1.193. What our routes thinks is the next top is 195. So we need to change this 195 to a 193. Now to do that, I'm going to do a show run here quickly. And I'm going to hit the space bar until we get down to the routing statements. Right here's our routing statements. IP route. Quad zero, quad zero. And then here's our incorrect address, our incorrect next top address. Instead of 195, this needs to be 193. Go ahead, type in config T. Brings us into global configuration mode. Now, to take what we have to do to fix this is actually remove this and then re-enter it correctly. So our wrong address, I'm going to scroll this, win make this window a hair bit bigger so I can see what the incorrect value is so I can remove it, and then we'll put it in the correct one. Now to remove it, you put in the word no, and then the command you want to leave, or get rid of. So I type it in no, and then looking up there, it's IP route quad zero space quad zero again. And then this is the wrong IP address. We should put that in because we want to remove that. And then we'll go and enter it in correctly. 172.31.195. That's the incorrect next top ad IP address. That removes it. Now let's go ahead and enter in the correct default route with the correct next top IP address. IP route. Quad zeros for the network address, and then quad zeros again for the subnet mask. Now we want to put in the correct IP address. Once again, we're looking at R2 serial 00 IPv4 address, which is the 172.31.193. 172.31.193. Dot one dot one nine three. Okay. I didn't notice something here. 
when I typed in that command originally, IP route quad zero quad zero one seventy two dot thirty one dot one dot one ninety three, I typed I inverted the one and the three. Now it didn't give me an error, but I when I went back to just verify I typed in the wrong information, I saw that I inverted it. Because to the operating system, that is a valid IP address. So that was a valid answer. But it would have been invalid and it wouldn't have been able to route traffic correctly. I'm glad I went back and I looked at it. I caught it. I then went back, entered it in. One last thing I have to do is because I did enter this in and it is a valid route. It is a valid IP address. I actually have to remove that. And once again, what you have to do is type in no and then this statement again. Or if you get a little creative, I hit up arrow once, up arrow twice. Make sure it says the 13 right here. I'm going to go ahead and left arrow over all the way to the beginning. Type the word no in there, put a space, and then that will remove that incorrect route. Now we have our routing set correctly from what we were trying to fix. I'm going to go ahead and minimize that. Let's open up PC one. I'm going to try pinging PC two again. See if that fixes our problem. So ping and then the IP address for PC two, 172.13.0.254. Maybe it's an ARP request. Maybe we still have something else. Looking like we have something else wrong. We took care of the route on one place. Maybe maybe there's a routing error up here on the second one. Because this is a default route, it points all traffic that it doesn't know about. It knows about the on R1, it knows about the two directly connected networks. It doesn't know about the other ones, but because this is a default route, we're just gonna send all other traffic that's not on a directly connected network. We're gonna send it to that next hop IP address. We only need one route down here, that default route. Okay, well, that, that's, I think is good on R1. Let's go ahead and take a look at R2. R2, I'm gonna click on there. Make this window a little bit bigger. Hit enter, type enable, type config T. Actually, no, I want to be just in global configuration mode. So I type, I'll type exit. At this point, I'm gonna do a show IP route to see what routes I know about. Slide this over so we can talk a little bit about it. Here we have the parent route, the class full address, the class B address. All the other subnets are down below this. Okay. Router 2 knows about the networks that are directly connected to it. It knows about the 172.31.1.92. That would be this network right here with its local address, the IP address of that interface. It this network is directly connected to 172.31.96. That would be this directly connected along with that, its own local interface. Those are on serial zero and serial one. Then we have the 172.31.0.0 slash 24 network. That network is directly connected here. That would be listed here. That's the network, that's the IP address of that interface. 
So it knows about these three. And then the other two is our static routes we've put in. And that would be pointing to LAN 1 and LAN 3. So LAN 1, 172.31.1.0 slash 25, there should be a route that points in that direction. If we look at our routing table, 172.31.0 slash 25, that's our network for LAN 1. We can get there through 172.31.1.198. Okay. Is that is that the next hop IP address down here on R1? So from R2, we're looking at the next hop IP address that's on this network but not an IP address that's on R2, it needs to be this address. If I click here, mouse over it, it's gonna tell me, it's gonna tell me that this is serial 000. If I go to serial 00 on R1, serial 000 on R1 is 172.31.194. Let's look at our next top IP address. Once again, this is our next top IP address for that first network. We got a 198. Here's our next top IP address, but that's pointing to the other network. Oh, it almost looks like we've switched our next top IP addresses. And what we have to do, well, let's verify that this other one is incorrect. So the one... So local area three right here, 172.31.1.128. That's this network right here. You can see that right there. And that goes to 172.31.1.194. That's our next top IP address. So it should be down here on R3, that 1.194 at the end. If we look at our addressing table, that goes to R1. R1 is over here. Somehow, when our technician set up the next top IP addresses, he switched them. So maybe he wrote them down. Maybe he inverted them. But we need to switch those back to get them to work. To do that, we have to remove the route statements out that are wrong and then put in the new route statements correctly with the next top IP addresses. Basically, we just need to switch this next top IP address with this next top IP address. Let's go ahead. Let's do a show run here. And I'm gonna hit enter until we get to the IPv4 route commands. I just hit, I'm just hitting enter a bunch of times. And right here, these are the two commands. This is where for the 172.31.1.0 network, I need to have this is my next top IP address. I need to have it on R1. It needs to be this address here. And so I have to switch this address with this address. Now to do that, I have to delete both of those route statements and then recreate them correctly. Now, because I hit enter and it, it, in the show running, it took me right down to here. What I'm going to do is just hit control C. 
it breaks me out of the show run leaves me my information here and so i can go in and i can remove that at this point i can go in and type no ip space route and then i can put this information in there and it will remove it so i'm going to go ahead put that information in there 172.31.1.0 space 255.255.255.128 space 172.31.1.198 that'll remove it except i am not in global configuration mode once again i did something wrong cisco was not afraid to tell me setting an ip route you do that in global configuration mode so i need to type in config t if i try to up arrow it's not going to do it because it only remembers the commands that you used in that mode i have to go ahead and type that whole command over again i have to type this whole line over one more time no ip route 172 dot 13 dot 1 dot 0 is 255 255 255 dot 128 and then the next top IP address that's wrong is 172.13.1.198 oh I've inverted my 1 and 3 again Notice it gave me an error saying I did something wrong. I inverted the three and the one in my network address and also in my next top IP address. So what I'm gonna do is up arrow, arrow over, change the 13 to a 31, and then change the 13 to a 31 a second time. No news is good news. I successfully removed that. I took care of the first wrong one. Now I have to do the second wrong one. Go ahead, type in no, and then that exact IP route command again. So IP space route space 172.31.1.128 space 255, 255, 255.192 space 172.31.1.194. That was that correct next top IP address. Go ahead and enter and it removed it now what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna type in this command right here ip route 172 31 1 .0, 255 255 255.128 and because we established all we have to do is invert these then i'm gonna put this command on there the the second ip address so now it'll have the right network with the right next top ip address Go ahead and we'll type the command IP space route space 172.31.1. Nope, come on. I typed in my 13 wrong again. Starting over with the network address 172.31.1.0 space 255.255.255.128 space. And so that's the first one, but now I need to put the the correct next top IP address, which was on the second route. We can go ahead and we can put that in there. 
make sure I typed in everything right. Looks good. There it is. So I create, I fixed the first one that goes to land one. Now we need to do the one that goes to land two. IP route. And then this information right here. 172.31.1.128 space 255.255.255.192 space. And then this is where we put the that other next top IP address in there. We take it from the first line in our show run. For me, 172.31.1.198. Make sure my information's all correct. Looks good. Go ahead and press enter. And that gives us our routes. Now they should be set up correctly. Also, on our two, we weren't able to ping across there using IPv6. Let's go ahead and take a look at the IPv6 routing table. I'm going to go ahead and type exit once. Show IPv6 route. Now it's going to give us some information. Once again, we have S's for static routes and C for directly connected networks. L for those local addresses. Those are the addresses of the directly connected network. I'm going to hit spacebar one more time to show us everything. We have a C and an L for one network. We have a C and an L for a second network. And we have C and an L for a third network. We have three network connections in there. That makes sense. We do have the link local address down at the end. But we do have two static routes. One is here and one is here. This is saying to get to network 2001 DB six colon one colon colon slash 64 this is our next top ip address but looking up here all of our ip addresses for ipv6 is db6 or db8 here we have db6 there was a typo in this networking statement let's go to confirm that looking here 2001 and what we're looking for is the two remote networks either LAN 1 or LAN 3 actually we can use our topology 2001 db8 sorry this one is db6 we don't have a db6 anywhere then we have a one here that we're looking at LAN 1 and what we have to do is change this statement from DB6 to DB8. Okay, well, let's go ahead and do that quickly. I'm gonna do a show run. Hit enter once, hit spacebar once, spacebar twice. I'm gonna start hitting enter until I go down to the IPv6 routing statements. And right here are my IPv6 routing statements and I'm gonna hit control C. That way I have my information up here. We have the one statement that has db8 correctly but then we have a second statement that has db6 here that is incorrect all we have to do is change this db6 to db8 
And I think the rest of it is correct. With that being said, to change that, once again, we have to remove it, delete it, and then re-enter it in correctly. First thing we have to do is get into global configuration mode. And now we can go put in no and put this command in here and it will remove it. No IPv6 route 2001 colon BB6 colon one double colon forward slash 64. And then the next top IPv6 address is 2001 colon BB8 colon two colon colon one nine four. That'll remove it. If you type that in wrong anywhere, it will let you know and you have to go back and fix it. But I did type it in correctly. So it removed it successfully. And now we can go in and enter in this command, but change it so it's correct. So changing this six to an eight. So it says DB eight. IPV six route 2001 colon DB eight. That was the important thing to change colon one double colon forward slash 64 so that specifies the ipv6 network and prefix or subnet mask and then what is our next top ip address 2001 colon db8 colon two double colon 194 that's looking pretty good doesn't look like i have any typos i hit enter that puts that command into play. And then the last one, I'm gonna go ahead and minus this one. I guess I shouldn't say the last one. Let's go ahead and just take a look at R3 right away. Open up R3, make this a little bit bigger. For R3, looking back at my table, to go to server one, PC one to server, I had IPv4 did not work. IPv6 did not work. From PC2 to server, IPv4 did not work, but IPv6 did. And what that's telling me is we do have some routing statements wrong somewhere because we weren't able to route the traffic around. Some worked, some didn't. Let's go in here and look at our um, route tables. First thing I'm going to do is hit enter. No password, so I can go ahead and type enable and then type in show IP route to look at the IPv4 information. The IPv4 information. We can see that we have two static routes. Router three also has two connections. So here's the first directly connected along with its local address. Here's the second directly connected network along with its local address, what's interfaces it's on. But we do have one, two, and a third static network. Once again, static networks, all remote networks will have to have a route to them. And that's why we have three sta static statements. From R3, LAN, LAN3 and the directly connected WAN network, those are directly connected. But LAN 2 is a remote network because we have to go through R2. The network between R1 and R2 
that is a remote network because you have to go through R2 and then LAN 1 is a remote network. You have to go through R2 and then through R1 to finally get there. And for R3, gives us two directly connected and three remote networks because we have three remote networks. We have three static routes. Okay, let's look at our static routes. First one, 172.31.0. 172.31.0 right here see that we got one 172.31.0.0 slash 24 172.31.0.0 slash 24 to get out to get to that one we have to go out serial 00 let's click in here and make sure that's right so i clicked in the window most order triangle this is serial 001 that's what our routing table says Next static route is the 172.31.1.0, which is over here, 172.31.1. Okay, where are we? 172.31.1.0 slash 25. 172.31.1.0 slash 28. Oh, here's an error. We have the wrong subnet mask. So it's comparing the wrong amount of bits. And we can get confused there because we are we are comparing wrong amount of bits. We need to go in there. We need to fix this one. Hopefully that'll that'll take care of a problem. We have the wrong mask. And the last one, 172.31.1.192, right here with a slash 30. And once again, we go out serial zero. Go in there and fix this one, and then we'll come back and look at the IPv6 routes. To fix that one, I'm gonna go in and type in config T. Actually, no, not at this point. I'm gonna go ahead and do a show run again. Hit enter or hit space three times. Hit enter a couple more times and a bunch more times until I get down to the route statements. You can see that the route statements are right here. Once I have them displayed, I'm going to hit control C. So that way the information's here. Once again, we need to change this network information over here. 172.31.1.0 slash 25 is what it's supposed to be. We had a slash 28 in there. Let's find that network. 172.31.1.0, which is right here. And then we had a slash 240. That slash 240, or sorry, that, yeah, that slash 240 is not our slash 25. So we need to take this statement out with the wrong subnet mask, and then put the right subnet mask in there to slash 25, which is a dot 128. Now, to do that, we have to be in global configuration mode, type in config T. Now we can go ahead and take that that routing statement out by saying no. And then this was the routing statement we needed to take out. No. IP space route space 172.31.1.0 space 255.255.255.240 space serial 0 slash zero slash one go ahead and hit enter no news is good news 
Cisco operating system didn't yell at me, so I successfully removed that. Let's go ahead and put that in. Once again, it's the exact same statement, except right here, we need to change this from the .240, which was an incorrect subnet mask, to the slash, to the slash 25 or .128. IP route 172.31.1.0. Okay, once again, I typed in my 31 wrong. I put in 13. So starting over 172.31.1.0 space 255.255.255. And then this is where we need to make the change to that slash 25 or it's a dot 128 right there. And then we can put in the rest of this, which was serial 001. So S0 slash 0 slash 1. We get an we get an error message but that will be good or that that's fine it's just saying that we don't have a default gateway that takes care of the ipv4 that's what we were looking at we did the show ip route let's go ahead and look at our ipv6 routes i'm going to type in exit once i hit enter a couple of times now let's go ahead and type in show ipv6 space route and it's going to give us all of our routes as we look at this information once again we are on r3 r3 has two directly connected networks and three remote networks each one of these remote networks needs a static route that points to them here's our first directly connected network with its local address here's the second directly connected network with its local address we are also having our link local address, which is another local address. We have one static, we have two statics, but we don't have a third one. We only have two static routes, but we have three networks. So we have to go in and figure out which one are we missing for those remote networks. First one listed here is 2001db8 colon 2. 2001db8 colon 2 is this network over here. The network that goes between R2 and R3. Okay, so that one's in there. The next network, 2001db8 colon 3, is LAN 2. But we don't have one for LAN 1. 2001db8 colon 1. We do not have one for that one. What we have to do is go in and create that. Your technician just completely missed one. Let's go in and create that route from R3 to the LAN 1 IPv6 network. Uh, so we are in privilege exec mode type in config t to get us into global configuration mode once again we are on r3 we're creating an ipv6 route our commands then are ipv6 space route then we have to put in our the ipv6 network over here that's 2001 dba colon one colon colon and then we have to put the prefix in there slash 64 Right here is our information we need to put in. That's our remote network we're sending information to. 2001 colon DB8 colon one double colon and then slash 64 for our prefix. 
Now, how are we going to get there? What we're going to do is we're going to send it out an interface. To go from R3 over to LAN1, we have to go out this interface. If I click in this window, mouse over this triangle, it will tell me that I need to go out serial 001. I can just go ahead and put that in there. And so make sure you put a space after your prefix and then S0 slash 0 slash 1. Make sure I don't have any typos in there. That added in that route to get traffic all the way over there. We've looked at all three of our routers, all three of our routers. We now think we have the correct route statements in there. Let's go ahead and see if we can ping our devices. I'm gonna open up PC1. PC1, I'm gonna go ahead and ping to PC2. So ping, and then for my addressing table, I'm gonna ping the IPv4 address right here of 172.31.0.254. PC1 to PC2, IPv4 works. And I, once again, I'm gonna take my chart I built a little bit earlier so that I can keep track of it. And I'm gonna now say, I'm gonna cross off my old results and I'm now gonna say, yes, that works. Now I'm going to try the IPv6 address, ping, and then the IPv6 address of PC2 right here, 2001 colon BB8 colon, oh, I'm typing in the wrong field. Control Z is our friend. Okay, I'm going to click in the command prompt window and start over. Ping, 2001 colon BB8 colon three double colon two five four that worked pc1 pinging pc2 ipv6 i'm going to mark it down on my sheet as a yes now pc1 to server we're going to do ipv4 first so ping here's my ip address 172.31.1.190 172.31.1.190. Okay, first one timed out. I was holding my breath. First one timed out. It had to do some ARP lookups. But then once it did the ARP process to figure out the MAC addresses along the path, it all worked. Just to verify that, I'm going to repeat that command one more time. Hit the up arrow and hit enter. All four should work. And I'm going to note that on my sheet. PC1 to server, IPv4 works. Now I'm going to go ahead and try to ping the IPv6 address, 2001 DB8, colon 5, colon 190. 2001 colon DB8, colon 5, double colon 190. That successfully works. No ARP lookup. IPv6 does not look use ARP to do its pings. PC1 to server. IPv4 and IPv6 works. Last thing we have to test is PC2 to server. I'm going to go ahead and open up PC2. Hit enter. Give me some clear working area. First, we'll try the IPv4 address, 172.31.1.90. 
ping 172.31.1.190. That worked. All four worked. It didn't have to do an ARP lookup. There was no failed timeouts. That works. I'm going to update my sheet. And let's go ahead and try the last one. Even though the last one did work when we first initially tried it, let's try it again where we go PC2 to server using IPv6. So ping space 2001 colon DB8 colon 5 double colon 190. All four worked. I'm going to update my sheet. And we have full connectivity all through the lab between all of our devices. We have all of our routing set up. That was Packet Tracer Lab 16.3.1 Troubleshoot Static and Default Routes. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.